Welcome to the Youth Move Nevada podcast. This is a special episode for Children's Mental Health Day at the Nevada Legislative Session, where we're going to dive into this process and learn more from those involved. This can be an intimidating topic for youth. So to help us navigate the legislative session, we are sitting down with Senator Raddy from District 13, Shar Frost from Nevada Tech, and Chair Malekti from the Nevada Youth Legislature. I'm excited to have these conversations and learn more from the professionals. Me too. The views and opinions expressed by the Youth Move Nevada podcast are those of the authors and do not reflect Youth Move National. Any content provided by the speakers and presenters are of their opinion and are not intended to malign anyone or anything. Lexi sat down with Senator Ratty, who is a senator for District 13 in Washoe County. Let's hear what she has to say. Hi, Senator Ratty. Thank you for being here and taking time out of your day to chat with me on the Nevada Legislative Session. I'm super glad that you could be on today. Can you just quickly introduce yourself so that everyone listening knows who you are? Sure. Well, first of all, I'm super happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. My name is Julia Ratty, and I am a state senator. I represent Senate District 13 in Northern Nevada. So that includes kind of the urban core of Reno and Sparks. So I have downtown Reno, I have the university, I have kind of by Plum Lane there, but I also have like Victorian Square in Sparks and then a little finger that goes out Pyramid Highway. Awesome, very cool. So with that said, I see you in the Washoe County Children's Mental Health Consortium meetings where I bring authentic youth voice to the table. Thank you for being an advocate for children's mental health. How does that commitment to public health carry over into being a legislator? Well, thank you. That's very kind. I um, I am passionate about all things health and human services. Uh, that's kind of been where my professional career has been, as well as my public service. And I'm lucky enough here at the Senate to chair the committee, the Senate Committee on Health and Human Services. So I'm able to bring the experiences, uh, the information that I learn at meetings like the Ch Children's Mental Health Consortium meeting, where I get to hear from advocates like you down here to Carson City and help hopefully turn that into some policy that will help improve the lives of anybody who is dealing with the behavioral health challenge. That is so important and I thank you for making that commitment to public health. Um, so I know you when you introduced yourself, you told us um, part of your district. So where exactly is your district and how does that work? Do you only work on issues specific to your district? Do you work on issues for the entire state? Well, just to learn a little bit about Nevada's uh, legislature. So we're one of the smallest legislatures in the nation in terms of the number of people. So there's 63 legislators, there's 21 in the Senate and 42 in the assembly. So the upper house and the lower house, if you're thinking of it kind of like at the national level. So there's only 21 state senators. So that means our districts are pretty significant in size. I represent about 150,000 people, each senator does. Um, but generally um, the legislation that I bring will be a mix of issues that are very specific to my community and my neighbors and family and friends who are, there may be an issue that is very specific to Northern Nevada. But a lot of the work that I'm doing and particularly when it comes to public health or behavioral health are issues that affect all Nevadans. So it just kind of depends. Right, right. That makes sense. Um, and I think that's awesome, especially coming from one of your constituents that live in the area that you represent. Um, that's super awesome to hear. So 
with the fact that the legislative session is happening right now, um, often this process is seen as something that's negative. Can you help me and other youth listening understand what the point of legislation is and why public service is so important? You bet. So again, talking about the Nevada legislature, we're, we're what's known as a citizen legislature. So this is this is kind of a part time gig or a side gig, if you will, for me. Um, I have a day job, as do most of my colleagues, or you know, maybe they're retired, but we do in Nevada, we're only in session every other year for 120 days. So that means that all of the laws that are important at the state level, so not so much at what's happening at your city council and not so much at what's happening back in Washington, D.C., but the things that are important at the state level, all of those laws get passed in that 120 days every other year. So we all take time off from our regular lives and we come down to Carson City and we have a very, very busy 120 days. About 1,200 bills will get introduced. Of those, about 900 or so will get a hearing within that 120 day period and about half of them will pass. And we're dealing with issues about education, about health care, about the environment, transportation, wild horses like it's all kinds of issues that get affected at the state level so i am certain that for anybody who's watching this there is some issue that you care about that your citizen representative people like me are coming down to carson city to change the laws or amend the laws to address that issue the other really important thing that we do is we balance the state's budget so every two years we have to take uh take all the information about how much money we expect from the different taxes and fees that people pay to the state of Nevada and decide how that money is going to be spent. And so that that's that's how much money the schools get, how much money we have for safety net programs like homeless services or healthcare for low income people, um, how much we're gonna put into building roads. That process is very important as well. So the things we do at the legislature really affect your lives and that's why you should care. Yeah, I can see that with everything you just listed. It certainly seems like it's a critical process and one that's um, busy. So thank you for all of the work that you do. Um, is there anything that you'd like to tell youth listening? Yeah, I think one of the things that I'd like folks to know is that we actually have one of the better legislative tracking websites and we've won some awards. And so if you're interested in following along with the legislature, you can go to just Google Nevada legislature and that'll bring up our page. You can um, put your address in and see who your representative is. So if there is an issue that you care about and you wanna write to your representative, you can find out who that is. You can go to something that's called NELIS, N-E-L-I-S, which is a database of all of the bills that are being heard and you can like search by keywords. So maybe you're interested in wild horses, you can put the word horses in and see if anything comes up. Um, and you can kind of follow along. It tells you what's on the calendar for the day. You can watch hearings there. You can submit public opinion. Um, so that's one way to be involved. Or if there are issues that you really care about, I really recommend getting involved with one of the nonprofit advocacy groups that also cares about that issue. And they'll send you emails so that they'll let you know when you might want to testify. So for example, with the mental health work that we do together, um, you probably get emails from the consortium of when there's an important mental health bill having to do with mental health. Maybe you care about the environment, so you want to sign up with the Sierra Club, or maybe you care about you know another issue and there's another nonprofit that you know that's following it. But sometimes one of the easier ways to get involved is to join organizations that care about the same things that you do and let them do the work to let you know when it's time to uh, get involved. 
Certainly, that is great information. Um, thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you again for taking time out of your day to share your voice on our platform. We appreciate it. You bet. Thanks again so much for having me. I appreciate it. That was awesome to hear. And I really enjoyed listening to the feedback Senator Ratty had. I think it gave us a good start to understanding more about the legislative session. Me too, Riley. Lexi, how was speaking to Senator Rowdy? I'm so glad we had the opportunity to have Senator Rowdy on our podcast, and it was even cooler talking to her, someone that represents the county I live in and someone that I see monthly at the Washoe Consortium meetings. Next up, Daniel shared a conversation with Shar, who is the chair of the Clark Behavioral Policy Board and has experience as a staffer in the Assembly. Let's hear what she had to say. Welcome, Shar, to our podcast. Thank you for talking with me about your insight on your experience in the legislative session. Hey, Daniel. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Shar, I've been knowing you for a year. A lot of people may not know who you are or even what you do. Can you introduce yourself? Sure. So first and foremost, I'm a parent of two young men that were both raised here in Nevada. My experiences throughout their lives and barriers to care that we experienced as a family led me to advocate on many different levels for various different issues, ranging from education to mental health, even to traffic safety. And currently I work at Nevada PEP as a program coordinator. That is awesome, Shark, getting to know you throughout this conversation. You have mentioned before that you have been a staffer in the assembly. What does that mean? And what is your current role in the session? So yeah, Daniel, during the 80th legislative session, I worked as a personal attache for an assemblyman. Um, that experience gave me a different perspective on what actually goes on in the building behind the scenes, as well as how much work is actually happening throughout the session. So my current role is going back to my roots and really doing that advocacy work at the legislature, whether it's through presenting bills or working with legislators on changes that could potentially make bills better for families across the state. Well, that is amazing to see the experience and the advocacy that you have uh, done throughout you know, our, the systems of change. Something very interested uh, that I find interesting is, what is it like to testify or present, or who do you present to? So this is a great question and very timely since obviously we are in the 81st session of the Nevada legislature um, and it's different this year than it's ever been in the past. And that difference is because of the COVID-19 pandemic and the fact that we are not actually able to be in the building physically presenting. I will say that generally presenting, you're presenting in front of a committee made up of legislators and their legal counsel and their policy advisors. Um, and so you you basically just present a bill and you are giving them the reasons you think this bill is important and maybe talk about what is wrong that caused that bill to be written and be brought forward. There are also other ways you can participate in the legislature. There are many bills that I personally will not be presenting, but I may be in favor of or opposed to. And the public has the ability to make those comments 
whether they're opposed to why they're opposed to something or why they're in favor of something. And all of it is being done virtually right now. So you can do it from your home. Well, wow, that is something amazing, especially living in this time that we we're, we're experiencing something new. And in that experience, something new, uh, the question that I have is, does everyone hold the same amount of power? So it's interesting. They all have one vote. Every legislator has just one vote, just like you and I can only cast one ballot. So their one vote is equal to their neighbor's one vote. So, yeah, they essentially all hold the same amount of power. They all have the ability to bring bills forward and they have the ability to actively talk to their colleagues and help sway colleagues one way or another. But as far as that voting power, it's just the one vote. That's awesome. Is there anything else you would like to share with the audience? The one thing I would share with your audience is that your voice matters and you can influence your elected legislators on, on any number of issues by writing letters, by making telephone calls, or just by getting on the legislative website and submitting an opinion poll um, for whatever issue happens to be important to you. And what you may find is that your legislator is going to listen because they need you to vote for them again. So don't be afraid to get involved. And remember that our legislature is a citizen's legislature, which means that our legislative representatives in the state are not professional politicians. They are up there for 120 days every other year. And the rest of the time, they're living in your neighborhoods. They're shopping at the same grocery stores you shop at, and they're living their regular lives with their regular jobs. So they're just regular, ordinary people, just like you and me. So there's absolutely nothing to be scared of. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you, Char, for sharing that perspective and also giving us insight on your career, on your job, and the advocacy that you're, you're continuing to do every day. I loved hearing that interview with someone that's a parent and an advocate. She really showed us a different side of the legislative process, and it's one that I appreciate. It's amazing to talk to people that are so involved in this process. It really is. Daniel, how was it speaking with Shar? I truly enjoyed them, and I thought she did a great job explaining in a way that it was easy for me to understand. That's awesome. Let's listen in on our final interview on the 2021 legislative session. Riley talked with Chair Malekde, a youth involved in the legislative process. Let's hear how that went. Hi, Chair Malekde. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to chat with us on the Nevada Legislative Session. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here. So I know we got in contact with the Nevada Youth Legislature after hearing Olivia Craig and Tyler Fournier present one of the youth legislative bills on school mental health at a regional consortium last year. We appreciate all the work you and your colleagues do. With that in mind, I'd love to learn more about you. Who are you? How old are you? And where do you go to school? Thank you so much for that question. My name is Malik Tehelemiskul. I'm 17 years old. I'm about to turn 18 actually here in a few days. Um, I go to school at Spring Valley High School and I'm a senior graduating this year. Well, first of all, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, 
Yeah, we're so happy you joined as a youth, and I'm sure youth across Nevada statewide can relate. It's important to hear from people like you who represent youth perspectives and experiences. So how did you get involved with the Nevada Youth Legislature, and what made you want to be a youth legislator? Yes, well, I got involved with the Nevada Youth Legislature. I actually heard about it in history class at school, and my teacher kind of was telling me about it. Um, and what really stood out to me on the letter, just kind of explaining the NYL, was that the youth got a voice in their government. And not only that, but the youth got to represent the youth. And I thought that was really important because to have a voice in your government is one thing, but to also represent the youth that, you know, your peers that you're there with every single day kind of gives you a better perspective. And that's really what stood out to me, just to have a voice in my government and take other people's concerns and have the ability to make a change. That's awesome. Would you mind telling us a little bit about your experience as a youth legislator? Of course. Well, this is my second year as a Nevada youth legislator. Um, I joined last year and honestly, ever since our first um, training of the NYO, it has been such an amazing experience. I've got to learn more about um, myself as well as different communication skills and how to take other people's concerns and have the ability to make a change through Senator Weiner as well as um, other legislators and senators who come to talk to us. Um, I've also learned a lot from my peers, um, the other youth legislators as well. Um, it's honestly re a really great experience because all of us are just really motivated to make a change and we're there for the same purpose. So we get to learn from one another. You know, this sounds like a really rewarding experience. Um, have you personally introduced a bill during a session? Um, the bill that's being introduced during this session is... Um, I'm co-signing that bill, but before then I've never introduced a bill. This is my first year. So what does the process of this look like and how did you go about co-signing onto a bill? Great question. Um, so basically how it works is our first year of the youth, of the whole process of the NYO process, um, we're trained by Senator Wiener and a bunch of other legislators and we're trained to set us up to make the bill. So the whole first year is just trainings and kind of taking the necessary actions. And then after that, we all vote on one bill that we want to present as the whole NYL. So the bill that's introduced becomes the NYL's bill after we've all voted on it. You know, that sounds like a really awesome opportunity to have. So if there's one thing you could share with youth listening, what would it be? Yeah, it's, it's definitely an amazing opportunity. Um, if I could share one thing to the youth listening right now, it honestly would just be um, to keep their heads up, to keep your head up, honestly, during these really hard and trying times. I know with the whole pandemic and not going to school, it could be really easy to abandon your mental health and just try to focus all on school online um, but it's really important to take care of your mental health during these trying times and to keep your head up and remember that 
um, hopefully soon the pandemic will be over and um, once everything is back to normal, things will get better. You know, I think that's actually some great advice. Thank you so much for joining us. I enjoyed sharing this conversation with you, and I really look forward to seeing what the Nevada Youth Legislature does in the future. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I think it was so cool that we were able to sit down with youth legislators. You know, it was really inspiring to sit down with Sharon Malekde and hear directly from a youth involved in the process. Hopefully it empowers youth listening to realize that no matter your age, you can get involved with policy and make a difference. You just have to start somewhere. I enjoyed listening to these interviews and I thought that our guests did a great job on giving us a better idea of this legislator process. Thank you to Senator Ratty, Shar Frost, and Chair Malekde for taking time out of your days to share your voices on our podcast. You can access the resources we talked about and other episodes on the Youth Move Nevada webpage on the Nevada PEP website by visiting www.nvpep.org. We also share content on all social media platforms, so make sure to follow at Youth Move Nevada on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We will catch you next month. Bye, everyone. The theme music used in this podcast was created by Youth Move Nevada member TJ Stevens of Falanche Productions.